Too often, we get into thinking that it has to be one way or the other, either this or that. But it doesn't have to be either end of the spectrum. It could be yes and. Hey, I'm Crystal Wagner, and I'm the host of the Purposeful Impact Podcast. And in this episode, we're going to explore the mindset shift that can help you live a yes and life. I want to start by saying sometimes we do have to make choices. There does have to be this either or. And I've experienced one of those. In 2018, I chose to take a break from speaking. After the 2018 convention season, I had decided that it was just too stressful in our current situation for me to continue. I needed to be the pop-off valve for our family. My husband's job was very stressful at the time, and I knew that I did not want to add to the stress. When I'm preparing for a speaking engagement, it took a lot out of me and it required a lot of my attention, but I needed to be available for um, educating my children and facilitating their education at home. I needed to be able to handle all of the household stuff that we needed to do. And having those deadlines did not allow me to do that. I have since learned some ways that I work better and I'm able to more effectively do both of those things and how to set appropriate boundaries so that I can find that balance. But at the time, I needed to take a break. And honestly, looking back, even knowing what I know now about myself, I probably still needed to take that break. So even though there are times that we have to make this either or choice, most of the time we can make choices that allow us to do both. This might be easiest to understand through a few examples. There, In my life, there have been seasons when I can teach our Sunday school class, but it depends on how much else is going on. Do I have the extra time to prepare? There have been seasons when we have had a lot of doctor's appointments, and those appointments took up a lot of our time, both driving and being in the appointment. So I know that when we're in one of those seasons, I cannot commit to as much in my business. I also know that we may have to adjust our homeschool lessons a little bit to factor all of that in. When I was taking classes over the past year and a half, I had to be aware of that time so that I would have an appropriate amount of coaching availability time because I can't do both unless I have the appropriate boundaries that each one is taking up the right amount of space. And even when the girls were younger, I really had to be careful about engaging in activities that I could either do in snippets of time or before they got up. Basically, I found the activities that I could do that fit within the structure that I had at the time. I have been able to pursue my dreams of volunteering, speaking, teaching, running a business, and now going back to school all while homeschooling and being present for my family. There are some general guidelines that I try to follow, and I want to share these with you to give you some ideas and to let your um, creative thoughts start to flow. Keep in mind that this is what works for me 
and for my family in our current season where uh, I take into account what my husband's schedule is, what my daughter's schedules and needs are, these are probably different than what you need. But I hope that they can give you some ideas. So some of the guidelines that I try to follow as I am crafting this situation so that I can pursue my dreams and still be present for my family are that I like to have quiet time in the morning. I have learned recently when I learned about my Clifton strengths that it's I have an intellection strength. That means I like to think about things. And so I need that time in the morning to think. I like to journal. And that fuels me. That brings me energy. When I don't have enough time for that, I do not feel as good. I do not feel joy and fulfilled. And I really feel like my energy is drained. Usually I do it in the morning because that is when the house is quiet and I can really think. But there are other times and there have been other seasons when I did that at different times of the day. Another guideline that I follow is I try to be done by five. There are nights like last night when I was finishing up some brainstorming for upcoming podcast episodes that I just needed to get the um, task done. And so there are times when I will go past that. Or if both of my daughters have something in the evening, that is a great time for me to do some extra work. But in general, I find that if I stop by five, then I am available to prepare a healthy meal for us. I have time to wind down and my body can rest as I prepare for bedtime and then I'm ready for the next day. I also like to plot out my ideal week to ensure that there's enough time to accomplish what I need and want to do and have enough white space. And I have a link in the show notes of how you can identify your minimum viable day and some um, ideas for you in terms of using the rocks in a jar analogy to plan your ideal week. When I look at it as a whole and I put in all of the places that we need to be and all of the commitments that I have, which range from business commitments to my vision therapy exercises, regular exercise, time to study, I look at that and say, is there enough white space here? And have I been able to fit everything in? And if not, what do I need to cut out? My week rarely flows like that ideal week, but when I look at it from that perspective, I know that I have flexibility and wiggle room to be able to shift things around as other appointments come up, that there should be enough time in the day and in the week to accomplish what needs to be done. It may not look exactly like the spreadsheet shows though. I've also found that I need two days a week with no outside commitments. These days allow me to catch up at home, to catch up on work. There are times that I feel like we are running from one thing to the next, and that does not leave me enough time to get everything done. Some people can work well in that situation, but my unique makeup, I need large blocks of time so that I can move from task to task at my pace. I recently realized that this also applies to my virtual commitments because I had not been factoring in that I'm not leaving the house, but I still am not getting things done because I am still committed. The last thing that I try to think about is being very careful of deadlines. 
how often am I working against a deadline? How short of a time is that deadline? And what else is going on at the same time? As I think about those guidelines and framework, it allows me to make better decisions of how I want to live life and how I want to pursue my dreams within the context of my current life. So how can you figure out what your guidelines are and how you can shift your mindset? Well, there are three steps that I think you can take. The first is to determine your non-negotiables. What do you need to happen to feel good about the way your days are structured? For me, I want to be available for lessons, and the amount of time that I needed to be available has changed from year to year. When my girls were younger, they needed more of my time. Uh, last year, I, they didn't need me much at all. And this year, because of the two two of the subjects that my high school age daughter is taking, she needs some more of my uh, availability. I also want to prepare healthy meals. Now, they're often simple and they are not super time intensive, but I want us to be eating healthy. And I want to do something that brings me joy and uses my gifts and strengths. And again, this has looked different over the years too, depending on what I was currently interested in and what time I had available. The next step is to determine your availability. How much time do you have available to do those non-negotiables and the extra things? You may need to cut out some things that you have been doing so that you have more time available and so that you have more white space. And again, the related episodes that I'll link to in the show notes can help walk you through that process. And finally, the third step is to decide what you can do to pursue your dreams that fits within the allotted time available. One example is that even though I took a break in 2018 from speaking, which required a significant amount of uh, preparation time and then this big chunk of time when we would go to conventions, podcasting has allowed me to brainstorm episodes while my daughters were working on independent work. It allowed me that creative outlet and I could record early in the morning when the whole house was quiet and everybody was still asleep. It fit into my day. And I discovered how much I love podcasting. So sometimes those time constraints or those constraints on your current situation can actually be a good thing to help you find something, find a way to pursue your dreams that you may not otherwise have considered. So your action step today is to consider when you are engaging in this either or thinking and then ask yourself, what can I do to change that situation from either or to a yes and mindset? Maybe work back through those three steps, determining your non-negotiables, determining your availability, and determining what you can do right now as you think about those ideas. If you want help with this process, I'd be happy to help be that sounding board and to be available to ask you questions that will get you thinking in new directions. You can find how to, to schedule a free discovery call with me in the show notes, and we can talk about how coaching might help you through this process. Until next time, continue pursuing your dreams and impacting the world. 
Thanks for joining me on the Purposeful Impact Podcast. I pray that today's episode blessed you and that you found encouragement and practical tips. If so, would you share this episode with someone else so that they can be blessed too? I'd also appreciate it if you would take 30 seconds and leave a rating and review in your podcast app. Leaving a review helps other homeschool parents find the podcast and know if it's a good fit for them. Thanks so much for helping to spread the word.